What is up? San Francisco. It's like 115 in the morning. Just did two shows at Cobb's Comedy Club. And I promised a solo podcast. And here we go. But first, we're just going to listen to a little bit of Shaka. Good, that song. What's happening, everybody? Uh, yeah, I just got through with a couple shows at Cobbs, and I, I promised you a solo podcast. So, solo podcast it is. Oh, man. First of all, I had no idea that Beyonce's fans were so intense. Holy shit nuts. They, man, you say something about the Queen Bee. But by the way, I don't have a problem with her song or the how the formation they danced in or the uniforms they wore. Like I, I think she if she's an artist, she gets to express whatever she wants to express. And either people like it or they don't. But also as an artist, you have to understand when you make strong expressions, some people are gonna really like it and some people are gonna fucking hate it. So just like she for sure should express what she wants to. You know, she, we got to be okay with people not being okay with it. If that's their opinion. Shit. I mean, what? It is so weird. I think I said something about it today, earlier. But it's like, if you have one opinion that's different than somebody else, they fucking hate you. Oh, my God. There's not even like a, oh, yeah, we disagree on that, but we're still buddies. No. Nope. They fucking hate you. It's insane. Oh, I don't even get it. But um, sure has helped weed some friends out. <laughs> That's the good thing. Uh, what did I do today up here in San Francisco? Did a lot of walking around. We're right near Chim, right near Chinatown. I don't think I've ever stayed down here before. So, did a lot of walking around. I almost bought three dragons. I picked one up and I was like, oh, this looks fucking... You ever pick something up and you're like, this is... I have never in my life said, I need a dragon. But then when I walk by, I'm like, I'm going to buy a fucking dragon. And uh, <laughs> I almost bought three of them. I couldn't decide. And then I was like... Am I out of my mind? Why am I buying a fucking dragon? And as soon as I said that out loud, I knew it was time for me to leave. And I did. Um, And that's about, I did some press. Did a couple shows. Tried some new shit tonight. Both shows. 
<laughs> I tried a joke on it's not really a joke, but I just told a story about how I put Beth's yoga pants on once and how comfortable they are. Oh boy, they're so comfortable. I'm not gonna do the joke right now, but I'm just saying. Super comfortable. Like I don't know how we need to make guys' pants that comfortable, but I mean I'm not that far off from wearing yoga pants in my stage of my life. I mean, shit. I mean, where I'm getting to the point of comfort is basically what I'm getting to. And I have never put anything on more comfortable than those fucking yoga pants. Holy shit. Those were comfortable. No wonder everybody's wearing them. They cup and they're soft. Ugh. I mean, I dare you to walk in those for more than 50 feet and not get a hard on. Guys, anyways. Oh, they're so, they just are like the best. Anyways, that, that got a little creepy. Um, Let's answer some questions. And then let's see where this goes. Uh, Rick on Facebook wants to know, do I watch other comedian sets and are there people that are so good you're envious, jealous of how good they are? Love the pod. Thanks, Rick. Oh, there are a zillion comics that I'm jealous of and envious. I mean, it happens all the time where I'm like, oh, that is such a simple premise. And then they turn it into this fucking genius bit. I also, I have gotten a little leery of watching other comedian sets only because, look, you know, there are only so many premises. I never want to see somebody doing a premise or joke close to mine and go, well, fuck, one of us has to drop that. You know what I mean? If I don't know, then I don't know. But, right, because I write my stuff, but there's only so many fucking premises. You know, I I do a Caitlyn Jenner joke, and there are a lot of people who do, but I don't do mine in town because I know there are a lot of people in, when I say in town, in L.A., because I know there's a lot of people in L.A. that do it, and I don't want to be accused of um, lifting jokes, and that's why those people who do those jokes, I don't, I don't watch their sets. So, but yeah, but so yes, that was a long answer. But the envious, jealous of people like Bill Burr and Louis C.K. and Joe Rogan and those guys are super funny. I mean, jealous of Chappelle's just the ease that which it fucking comes out of his mouth it's crazy um candy beaver is that your real name candy beaver (laughs) did i tell you guys i think i did that i i knew a mary rottenbush that's a terrible name and she married into that family you can't marry into the rottenbushes and you can't be candy beaver either so next question um, okay. Next question. Beth Wolfgang wants to know, how are your guitar skills coming along? Um, they still, I still suck. But it's fine. I don't need to be great. I just need to be able to hit, play G, C, and D. Um, has Jacob heard the song you wrote about him? Yes. Yes, thank you. Um, would be would you be a martyr and risk your reputation by standing up for what is right in front of your peers? 
Uh, absolutely. I don't think that's being a martyr. Standing up for what's right isn't being a martyr. I listen. I you know I teach my kids this all the time. I'm teaching this all the time. I've told them this a ton of times, which is, look, the truth, no matter how brutal it is sometimes, when you tell the truth all of the time, people respect you. They may not like you, but they respect you. That's it. And now I'm not talking about walking up to somebody and unnecessarily telling them that you don't like their face, even though it's the truth. But when you're respectful and, you know, you see something that you think is wrong, when people see you stand up for other people and for yourself and what you believe in, they respect that shit. So, absolutely. But that's not being a martyr. I think that's being a good person. Um, who am I really? Describe yourself without using your name or any attributes given to you by society and really think deep down who are you? Holy fuck. I don't know how to answer that question. Who am I really? Describe yourself without using your name. Well, I never use, I don't talk about myself in third person. So when I describe myself, I'm never like, Josh has brown hair. I just say, I am. I have brown hair. Um, but uh, without using any attributes given to you by society. Who am I? Uh, I don't know how to answer that. I would, I really, if I'm being quite honest with you, wish I had more of an idea who I really was. That question has thrown me a little bit. Oh, that's a good question, man. I am for sure going to ponder that a little bit this weekend. Um, standing at the gates of heaven and God asks you, why should I let you in? What do I reply? Because I'm a pretty good time. Any regrets? Uh, I don't know if I call them regrets because you just can't go back in time. You know, I'm bummed some things happened, but regret, I don't know. You can't go back in time. So to regret it is kind of, maybe I'm splitting hairs. I'm bummed and regret may be the same thing. I don't know if it is, though, because I don't think I regret. You did it in that moment because you wanted to do it. And so hindsight is fucking easy. So no regrets. Bummed some things happen, though. Um, do I have any superstitions or any ritual before performing? Um... No. I do say the same thing to myself every time before I go on stage. I say, tonight's, they find, tonight's the night they find out that I'm not that funny. Like, it's, it, it, I don't know. It gives me, like, nervous energy, and I do believe that. Part of me believes that, too. I think it's what really pushes me on the stage, I think. And the desperation, the desperation to be, you know, wanted, not wanted, but accepted, validated. I don't know. I think that's probably why a lot of us do it. Maybe that's how I we started. I think that's probably why I started. That's not why I do it now. 
Um, okay, that's another one from Candy Beaver. So we're off of Candy Beaver. We're into Twitter. Rondo, what's one thing about modern society that I would like to change? Oh, I can answer that. It's it's weird. Here's the thing. I know this is going to sound hypocritical for me to um, say this, right? But I am not a huge fan of social media, mostly because I, I just don't like how insular and... Um, self-involved. It makes all of us. And I look, I I do it. I for sure do it, and I have a lot of for business. But and I think I would have a Facebook page if I wasn't in the business. But I wouldn't have a Twitter or an Instagram. I don't think it's so time-consuming, and your face is always in your phone. And I, I just for me, I. They're like a blessing because I get to talk to you guys. But I wish there was some way we could all do that and still not have our faces in the phone all the time. At least like, look, you know, when I'm in the car with my kids, they can't have their phone out. If we're at the dinner table, if we're out anywhere, basically your phone is your time in your room. But I just feel like that would be it. Or maybe forget, keep social media on computers. Maybe it's just the cell phone. Maybe that's easier. Right? So, because that way we could still go home, get on the computer during your time. But then when you're out in public with people, everyone's got their fucking heads up and talking and looking each other in the eye. So that would be it for me. Um, Kelly, a dodgeball team of me and three other professional athletes. Who do I pick and why? Tom Brady. Do I need I say more? David Ortiz need because uh, I'm from Boston. That's why professional athletes and um, Serena Williams because she's super hot. So those three and probably a better athlete than David Ortiz and Tom Brady. So it actually would work out really well for me. <laughs> uh, soul seeker how many male foot fetish fans have you got just you dude just you um okay i did see three fucking people in an airport carrying stuffed animals guys it's, it wasn't for valentine's day they were just carrying fucking stuffed animals around i mean what the hell is going on Stuffed animals? Really? Like grown people. I couldn't fucking believe it. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> okay. Um, somebody else also wanted me to... What three people would I have dinner with? Alive. Who are alive now? No sports stars? Oh, I don't know. I'd, uh, Lori, I don't know. Dinner, well, I would have to pick somebody who, oh, dinner, dinner, dinner. I don't know. Let me get back to you on that, which means I might not be able to answer that. <laughs> um, you know what, guys? 
Yeah. Well, I have to wait. March 7th. I have to wait till March 7th. I have some news, but I have to wait till March 7th. But I have some news. March 7th. I'm doing a podcast with Jen, one of the trainers from The Biggest Loser, and we have a phenomenal like um, health opportunity for everybody. It's going to be a good one. All right. Here we go. Last but not least, everybody on Instagram. Um, what's my biggest pet peeve? Oh, and and deal breaker as far as friendships go. Oh, there I have a bunch. Um, but I would say I don't have. Well, I have a, a lot of pet peeves, but not with friendships. For me, with friendships, it would be like um, somebody who is only aware of their little world. That means includes somebody who's late all the time, who when you're looking at and you're talking to them where you can see that they're not listening to you, they're just waiting to fucking say what they want to say, that is like, that's a big no-no for me. Um, am I in L.A. next week? Yes. What's the best way to get parents to understand they actually need to parent their child instead of being their friend? Unfortunately, you have to learn from mistakes. Like if they really, they've already lost, man. You can't be, look, Jacob and I are friends, but there's no, like, you. there's no question about who the authority figure is. And he never talks back. And all that shit, like, I was pretty strict early on in all of their lives because I didn't want to be strict when I didn't want to have to be strict as they got older and they learned early on what I fucking said I meant and that's it like I hear too many people threaten all the time you threaten your kid you threaten I'm gonna do this if you don't do that I'm gonna do this and you can't threaten you just have to say that's it because if you think about 70% of the time you threat, 80%, you don't, more, 90%, you don't fucking do anything. So they don't take you seriously. So it's hard to exert any kind of control over them. Do you know what I mean? Like, you are not somebody who means what they say. That's what they grow up learning. So that's my point of view. Like, you have to... Let them know who the fucking king of the castle is. What's the weirdest thing a fan has ever done for or to you? Uh, the tattoo of my signature on their arm was amazing and frightening at the same time. Just starting dating a man and his kids. Any advice before I meet them? My advice would be don't meet them until you think you might. he would be a guy you would marry. If... if why else would you meet them? You have to know you love him first, okay, before you meet the kids. Because if you start loving the kids and you don't love him, that's a disaster. And if you start getting the family and the kids start loving you and you end up leaving, that's a fucking disaster. So if you love him, no kids love their stepmom right away. 
So you're going to come in as somebody who's been dating dad and we love each other. And now we're going to start to meet the kids. But I mean, Beth didn't meet the kids for a long time. So yeah, I would say don't until you're pretty sure about him. Love the podcast. I stick in here, but I'm not going to. Okay. Parenting advice. I have a 15 year old daughter and an eight year old son. Uh, oh, there's no parenting advice. You're just saying you enjoy it. Parenting advice. Oh, Thank you. That was really confusing. I apologize. Oh, I just watched Chelsea Lee Doc does on Netflix, and I was wondering why you didn't go to Peru and do ayahuasca. She asked me to. I was filming my show. I would have fucking totally done it. I want to do that so badly. I enjoy that stuff so much, man. Like mushrooms and all that stuff. Like it, like it, like it. Um, But, yeah, I... uh. I would have done it in a heartbeat. I, I'm scared what would come up. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's weird. They what they the way they described it to me was that you were aware. It wasn't like acid or being crazy drunk where you're out of control. Like they were aware of everything. They just were also kind of living in those fucking hallucinations i would i would that sounds amazing to me so i've already looked into seeing when we can do that (laughs) like me and whoever else wants to fucking come Uh, i would love to hear you and joe rogan together me too we'd ask him to come i don't really know joe so um i would love to do he's one of the people i want to talk to desperately not desperately but he's one of the guys i really want to talk to because uh, I think he's so interesting, man. And, yeah, really interesting and inspirational dude. I've said this before. A real thirst for knowledge, like real positive, good energy. So I would love to interview Joe Rogan. But I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I heard you on Juicy Scoop. Okay. Helping Heather get over Chelsea, hurting her feelings. Let's be honest. Not a publicity. You said total publicity stunt? Not at all. Not a publicity stunt for who? Neither one of them wanted that. Um, I wasn't going to watch Chelsea on Netflix till this riff broke out. Well, <laughs> I guess you're a sucker. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't a, it wasn't a uh, publicity stunt, but I'm glad you watched it because it was really funny. Um, so I don't know if you guys could tell, but I had may or may not have had a tiny little bit of hit off a joint. It was super nice. Somebody gave it to me in line tonight. Really, really nice. Like I, it was it was a uh, Leo. I think his name was Leo, um, from Twitter. That was like the best thing that's ever happened. Not ever happened, but it's pretty fucking close. Um, can we just have the political, the presidential election now? Holy shit. I'm already like I'm I'm so sick of people hating each other. Here's the thing. Something really profound happened to me this week. Um how do I get into that? I'm not sure I can. There was okay. I was at a funeral for a young child. And it was like 
watching the parents were it was it was like rough really rough and we're all so lucky man that we're i mean we're lucky we're alive and we have the opportunity to be happy you know what i mean like you're alive you're walking around this planet you have the opportunity to be happy that choice is in your hands to be happy and to waste it fucking just bickering with other people or just constantly being lobbing negative shit or I don't know man like there's so much negative and we all have it in our hands not to be it's it was like look you know one day you just stop breathing you just stop you and you don't get to choose when that is generally so i mean it's just i forget where i read that somebody was like you know if someone told you you had a week to live you'd be like oh shit i gotta do all these things well why haven't you already done them Fuck, if, it, if it's something you want to do before you die, why are you waiting until you die? Do you know what I mean? Like, we spend so much time thinking 10 years in advance and you forget today and fucking live today. Yeah. Sometimes a new perspective is good, but I don't want to waste any more days. I just don't. I don't want to waste any more days. I don't want to waste any more minutes. I don't want to waste any more time. I, I I don't. Because there's only like that second that just went by will never fucking happen again. Right? All these things. This. Let me look at this. 26 minutes will never fucking happen again. So... Hopefully your good time <laughs> means listening to this podcast. <laughs> but fuck. Yeah, just live. I'm really going to. These solo podcasts really start to get me introspective. Oh, my God. I think it's like therapeutic for me, almost cathartic. Man, I mean, I hope I just don't start admitting weird shit. <laughs> uh, that would be super funny if I did. I mean, extra funny. But I'm pretty sure I won't. <laughs> but it would be funny if I did. <laughs> um, Yeah. Well, guys, I mean, I've been a bummer enough tonight. Well, heavy heart, heavy heart, heavy fucking heart. And. Yeah, that's it. 
let's yeah let's end it here I, I i had a good time with you guys tonight uh monday come on tate fletcher on the podcast what the fuck pretty fucking excited about that you guys what a inspirational positive dude definitely tune in a week after that my friend we have uh, my friend who's a sex therapist is coming on the show um and the week after that jen the trainer from the biggest loser and we've got a great health opportunity for you guys all right all right all right have a great valentine's day everybody make sure you get check out my facebook page and get one of those chocolate buttholes they look delicious love you